Daily Dose. And we're going to call this one The Stories We Tell Ourselves. Now, what am I talking about here? (laughs) I'm talking about when it comes to results and how we often will tell ourselves a story that will justify the result. So regardless of which industry you're in, and naturally I mainly work in retail, but of course I've worked across all genres of industry. And one of the things that I notice with myself as well is that when we don't achieve the results that we actually were hoping to, we can go into justification mode. Well, this was happening and that was happening or, you know, there weren't any customers or people aren't buying at the moment or people are, whatever the story is that we tell ourselves, sometimes what we don't realize is that those stories actually stop us from improving because whatever we tell ourselves our reticular activation system or our RAS goes looking to validate that. So the best thing that we can do is actually become almost like a detective. Now, a lot of managers will manage to the scorecard. So they'll take the KPIs and not you, of course, all those other managers out there, but they will take the KPIs and then all they talk about is KPIs that you missed out on target by this percentage, your average sale was down, your items per sale were down. And when we just focus on the KPI or the scorecard, we're not actually giving the person room or information or development that can help them get a better result in the future. Now, I know that most of us would actually talk about what could we do differently and so forth, but a person can only draw from what they know. So if they don't know what they could do differently, then it's a threat and then there's shame around it and then they feel bad and then they feel like they're being picked on and so forth. So if we look at the assumption that everybody is giving the very best that they can in that moment because you know we all know what it's like you can get one customer they say no then the next customer and then you have this theme of not selling on a particular day we or it happens to all of us Uh, and that can also be a location cut it you know that store's never made money and then you put a new manager in there or a new team and boom you know they're making money so let's look to What can we add to what we already have? Now, as a manager, our job is to actually know more and to do more so that we can find the deficit in our team and fill that deficit. So try to pull back from just focusing on KPIs. That's just in the past. And look at the future. What can we do right now to make a difference? So if we use sport as an analogy, which I love, because I think we can learn a lot from sportsmen or the sporting industry because when a sports team is quiet or they're doing it tough they don't pull back on training they don't pull back on coaching they actually up the ante don't they so they train harder they drill harder they practice harder they don't say okay well it's uh we're not really doing a lot at the moment we're not winning so what we'll do is we're going to stop coaching so we won't be doing any coaching during the week we're not going to be doing any skills development And we're going to not have oranges in the halftime because we can't afford it. No, of course they don't. What what do they do? They they double down. And so if it is quiet where you are, because this is historically a quiet time of the year, isn't it? But we go into it setting ourselves up to make it a quiet time. What if we looked at it differently? What if we looked at every single customer? as an opportunity for us to just double down, to 
really spend quality time with them. And, you know, this is the time when we, or the chance we get to have really high touch experiences. So we may have low customers, but we can give them exceptional experiences. Now, what does that entail? That entails us really understanding and knowing our skills, understanding what the process of selling is. It's not as easy as people make out. It drives me nuts when people go, oh, retail, you know, it's not rocket science. And I go, and I've had CEOs say that to me. And I think, well, yep, you haven't been on the shop floor for a long time, or you've never been on the shop floor because it isn't retail. Sorry, it isn't rocket science. It's retail science. Retail is an art and a science. And if we can understand not just the steps to a sale, you know, like a lot of companies will minimize it down to five steps or four steps just so their staff can remember to recite it. But it's not about a recital. It's about integrating those steps so that we can then understand the skills that sit inside those steps. So we change behavior through skill. So if you think about it, in a soccer team, for example, they have a gameplay, don't they? So they understand the gameplay. That would be our steps to the sale. And then they do a skills drill. So they are constantly passing, kicking. Um, I don't really know soccer that well. (laughs) I mean, how many times do we see individuals just practicing this sport back and forward, back and forward, over and over and over and over? A lot of the time we don't practice individually. And, you know, if you're in a retail store, for example, on your own, You can practice all the time on your own. You can go through the process, the customer and you. We have practice sessions that we set up that are specifically designed to teach the unconscious mind the process. And then, of course, we have a skills drill. So if I were you and it was quiet, I would double down on my development of my team. I would be having conversations around customer experiences. I would, and I call it a purpose portal where we take people through the process of the sale and then elicit what happened, what were the skills that we pulled out and what could we actually, you know, focus on in building and creating for the next customer. When people become self-aware and self-managing, they can assess their own ability, not after the sale, but actually also when they're in the sales process, when they're in process. So, If it is quiet because, you know, it's that time of the year and you're starting to panic, maybe just pause and ask yourself, what can I do with what is right in front of me? How can I maximize on every single opportunity? Are there customers that I can call? What about our beautiful regular customers? Can we call them? Not to sell them anything, but just to let them know what's in stock. Where You know, it could be just to find out how they went at a special event or something to remind them that we're here for them. Every single sports person who takes it seriously will practice together as a group and then, of course, as an individual. So they have their team practice where they practice their plays, they practice their skills, passing, you name it. If it's an individual sport like tennis or whatever or swimming, we've all seen them, haven't we, practicing over and over and over and over with a coach there honing refining, giving them feedback, congratulating them. It's no different to when we're on the floor because what are they doing? They're preparing for game day. And our game day is when that customer is standing right in front of us. And if we haven't practiced, we don't know what we're doing. If we're not able to have that out-of-body experience and notice the process, even to this day when I'm on the shop floor, I will have that 10-step process in my brain 
I know exactly what skills I'm doing. I know if I ask a question and it's not right and I don't get the right response, I can absolutely readjust in process. Now, in order for us to develop our teams, we need to know our skills and our steps really, really well. And then, of course, have the ability to coach them really well. So that to not, because a lot of the time when we don't have the coaching skills, then we make them wrong. You should have done that. You didn't do this. How's that customer going? Have you approached them? And so it becomes pressure. So to round it all off so it doesn't go on for too long, if we only coach and manage to KPIs, there's a lot of shame and blame around it, isn't there? It's in the past. There's nothing that they can do about it. What we can do is in reflection, look at what we can develop so that we can go forward. So just think about where you, if you're looking, listening to this as an individual, and it doesn't necessarily have to be just sales. It could be from a management point of view. You know, do we practice coaching skills? Do we practice our feedback skills? Do we practice that before we get to the person or do we practice on the person, which of course is very dangerous. So I hope that helps. Just know that when it's quiet, it's an amazing time to re-establish our values around our sales offer, our customer promise, our team and staff development, whatever it is that you I want you want to focus on. But practice, 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 because as we know, the wonderful coach Vince Lombardi said, practice does not make perfect. It makes permanent. Let's just make sure we're practicing right. See you next time.